0: three bumbling podcasters travel the world searching for mysterious stones to create the perfect episode. Will an earnest pair of superheroes and their mechanical big red dog be able to stop them? Cartoon antics, musical numbers, and robots aplenty await them on their journey in Yatterman. coming up next. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Toho Yaro, your Japanese film club podcast. I'm your host for this month, Alex, and with me as always is Joey. Hello, everybody. And Scott. Hi, everybody. All right, everybody. Uh, This is uh, the month that we are finally doing. um, Well, not finally. (laughs) Finally for me, because this is a movie that I've wanted to watch for like... (laughs) Well, pretty much since it was announced, so uh, (laughs) it was a good uh, opportunity for me to do that. Uh, Yatterman.
1: Yeah, this is one that I think you'd brought up when we were, like, early on, and so I had assumed that you'd actually seen it um, because you, you'd mentioned it so early on. Yeah, um, it,
0: it's just in one of those movies that I wanted to, you know, just... I, I love I love Miki, and I wanted to see his take on uh, live-action anime. And mm-hmm. um, at that point, I had... Um, uh, well, I guess we should talk about... Um, before we talk about the movie itself, we should talk about uh, Yatterman, or Yataman, um, uh, in and of itself. A um, little bit of a history, uh, Yataman is based on the anime series of the same name, of course. Uh, it's a it's a Tatsunoko uh, anime, so it's by Tatsunoko Productions, and they're responsible for um, a very good chunk of the uh, anime that um, was prevalent in the uh, 60s and 70s, uh, Title that people may recognize is mock go 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 aka speed racer mm-hmm. uh and Gatchaman, aka battle of the planets or um uh gosh it goes by another science American name team that.
1: something or other
0: team eagle or something like that i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, boy that would be that would be uh that would be a whole other uh, can of worms to dive <laughs> yeah
1: i think there's a live action movie of that too out there I cannot vouch for its quality. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, um, uh, Yataman is the second spin-off in the uh, in the Time Bokan anime series. It aired 108 episodes from 1977 to 1979. And Time Bokan is essentially like a Saturday morning like cartoon where these uh, there are heroes and time travel and bumbling. Uh, and bumbling, uh, villains. So it's, it's very similar to, uh, Yataman. Yataman is very similar to, um, Time Bokan, uh, to the point where the heroes look like weird repaint versions of, um, <laughs> like the heroes and the villains both look like repaint versions of Time Bokan characters. So, uh, all the characters in, uh, Yataman, uh, not only bear resemblance to their Time Bokan, uh, facsimiles, but uh also they share some voice actors as well uh, in with the mm. case of the uh the the Doronbo gang um <clears throat> so each each episode of of, uh, of Yatterman I I ended up watching a few episodes of the 1977 version and the and the uh and the anniversary uh 2008 version mm. and um and they're both pretty similar uh basically each episode uh you know it it they introduce the heroes which are uh Yaderman 1 and 2, uh Chan and and his girlfriend Ai Chan and um they work at a toy shop uh where Ganchan's father uh, has built a gigantic robotic dog called the Yatawan which is a, <laughs> I love that a pun. pun. It's a great pun, yeah. So uh for those not familiar with Japanese and onomatopoeia, uh Wanwan is of course the sound that a dog makes. Uh and um it's like the, ya- the yatar, the yatar one, like the number one, like it's a, like this mm-hmm. is the uh, nice yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very very clever, um, and uh, they also live with a toy robot uh, named uh, um-, 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 um, who is translated as uh, it's translated as toy body. Um I don't know which one I'm going to be saying the entire the entirety of this podcast, but we'll we'll just come to that uh, when we get to it. Yeah, Uh, I
1: definitely was trying to listen to what the, I don't know, I'm not as familiar with this, so when I saw that translation, Toy Body, I was like, I wonder what his real name is, and it took me a few tries to kind of like hear them say it clearly. Yes, Uh, so
0: I want to say that it focuses, the show focuses on uh, Yataman, but... uh, Really, the show focuses on the Duronbo gang. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, there's a lot more focus on the bad guys because I, I, I find them a lot more interesting than uh, than uh, one and two. There's usually some sort of uh, you know social issue between Yaderman one and two that that's going on, especially in the 2008 series. But uh, each episode basically focuses focuses on the Duranbo gang um, getting the location of a Dokuro stone piece, um, which will bring a you know a great wish to whoever finds it. Um, from their from their leader, the God of Thieves Dokurobe, um, who has a really funny speech pattern where he says "be" after everything. <laughs> um, uh, each Dokuro and uh, y- Yatterman eventually foils their plans. Each episode, uh, the Dormo Gang start off with a, a get-rich-quick scheme, whether it is a um, like a bakery or a pizza parlor or, or something like that. Um, that usually leads to them uh, developing a new mecca. And they battle, and Yachaman battles uh, their mecha and are eventually taken down by Yacharwan's surprise mecha of the week. So he basically barfs out smaller mecha. Um, they're, they're different every week. So uh, they say their names like Pokemon while disassembling <laughs> uh, the Durumbo Gang's mecha and leaving the Durumbo Gang uh, usually naked in the process. There's a lot <laughs> of, uh, yeah, they're always in their underwear. Um, and, uh, the Durumbo gang is always escaping afterwards on their uh, on their tandem bike, and then getting punished by uh, by uh, Dokurobe, aka he explodes something on them. Uh, and the fun thing about the uh, the TV show is that uh, out of all the episodes that I've seen, each piece of the Dokoro stone is actually a fake, but Dokurobe punishes them anyway. Hmm. And each episode, of course, Yen ends with the uh, Yataman victory pose, where they say Yata Yata Yataman. And then uh, Yatterwan comes in and says, Yatorwan. It's very good. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, there's a couple episodes on YouTube, uh, a few on Vimeo as well. So, um, I, uh, To my knowledge, I don't think you can stream uh, Yatterman anywhere, or I don't know if there's DVDs. <coughs> um, but I think in the more recent years, 2012, 2013, there was a new uh, iteration of Yatterman called uh, Yoruno Yataman, or Yatorman Night, which I think Funimation even dubbed. Oh, um wow. Yeah, I uh, mean, you know, it doesn't really have anything to do with what we're going to be talking about today, but it is interesting because it focuses on the descendants of the Doronbo gang, and they're the heroes, and mm. Yatterman are the villains in that story. So, um, now, uh, have uh, have either of you two heard or seen uh, Yatterman, uh, or like know of it? Like, what's your history with with Yataman? Uh, The uh, it could be the
2: anime, it could be it could be the uh, The movie that we just watched um i'll go ahead uh my first exposure to yatterman is just like watching clips of old anime so i'd never seen a full episode and the drombo gang is inspiration for a lot of characters that like i kind of osmosed a a little bit about them uh but my first real big exposure was tatsunoko versus capcom where uh, Yatterman One, Two, and Duranjo are all playable characters, um, along and the uh, their workshop is one of the stages. So it was oh, it was cool. kind of fun watching. Uh, I did watch a couple episodes of the anime before watching the movie. Um, but aside from like clips here and there and some of the songs, I I wasn't really familiar with it. But uh, it was funny when the uh, the workshop first popped up. In the movie, and I was like, "Oh, this looks just like the tetsunoko stage."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, similarly. I, I'm not very familiar with it. I think I don't know like specifically where I learned about Timebokan and, and Yatterman, but like, I definitely like knew those names and knew that they were related somehow. Um, but I think it was just through like maybe reading books about anime or, or, blogs about like anime history and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like you said, like those, the characters are sort of familiar cause a lot of other characters are based off of them. Um, but I did, I really don't have any experience. I've never, I didn't, uh, track down any episodes, so I came into this pretty cold. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Yeah. Um. Like like Scott, my first exposure to uh, Yatterman, like in terms of getting to know the characters a little more, was uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. I ended up um, uh, downloading a copy of it while uh, this was before it, it had an American release. Um, I, I modded my Wii so I could um, download a copy of the game <laughs> oh, wow. and, uh, and and play it. And the cool thing about the um, about the uh, the Japanese version of it is that when you switch characters, uh, they're they have like BGM that is specific to each character in the background. So, I was able. I, so I was all, like, even before I watched Yatterman, I was already familiar with uh, the Duronjo th- or Duronbo Gang theme and the uh, the uh, Yatterman theme, which are uh, ridiculous earworms, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So uh,
1: I, I will, and I, I just in the idea of like first impressions and stuff like. I will say going into this, I had pretty like low expectations just because I've seen a lot of like crappy anime live action adaptations. But some things <laughs> yeah. are good. Like, I mean, like we all were pretty speaking of Mike, we all liked the Blade of the Immortal adaptation pretty well. And like um, and I but I was kind of like, hmm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I've seen some stuff and from the same era like a live action Kashurn movie and stuff that I, I really really <laughs> oh, yeah. dislike um, but I was pretty surprised when we put out a tweet on social media saying like hey um, we're going to be covering this movie it had a pretty big response um, of people pretty enthusiastic about it and saying you know oh what a nutty movie and stuff like that and so like I, I was like huh okay and that that in itself kind of took me by surprise and I tried to go into this with this look kind of like as open a mind as possible because of that, you know? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It was uh, This did get an, a, a U.S. release, by the way. Um, I believe it was distributed by Viz uh, soon after the movie came out.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So I think it's cool that, uh, that the U.S. actually got to, got to, um got to watch this. And, and yeah, you, you can know, still it,
1: check down DVD copies, I think. Yeah. So
0: if you haven't seen it, um, please do. Uh, so before we get into uh, into the movie itself, uh, this movie has um, I would say a pretty pretty short cast list, um, but everybody who is in in the movie is in it pretty for uh, you know pretty uh, pretty prevalently. Mm-hmm. So uh, so uh, our hero uh, Yatraman number one Gantakada is played by uh, Shosakurai. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and most notably, he is a member of the boy band Arashi. Um, do you, are you guys familiar with Arashi at all?
2: Uh,
1: I am not vaguely.
2: <laughs> I, I know they've yeah. been a boy band for several decades at this point and they're still going.
1: Yeah. They're a man band now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but that was one of the, um, early, uh, responses, uh, on Twitter is that, um, our friend Paula from the Tokusatsu Network um, said like that this was a weird intersection of her love for Tokusatsu and Arashi. So that made me google like what what is arashi? and, and then I found out about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, Shosakurai is, is known most notably for Arashi and, and his filmography and, and television credits have a lot to do with that as well. Like he'll show up as a guest with other members of Arashi and, you know, TV and movies and stuff, but Mm -hmm. he's also known for being the lead in a, uh, a series called, uh, it's a movie series called Pikanchi, Life is Hard, Dakedo Happy. Um, I didn't really do any more research on (laughs) what that was, um, but so it seems it seems a bit of stunt casting to me. Actually, a, a couple of these seem like stunt casting to me, and, and we'll and we'll and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Aikaminari, A.K.A. Uh, Yatterman Number no. Two, is played by uh, Saki Fukuda. Uh, she is an actress and a singer with a modest film career uh, spanning the past ten years and a lot of TV work, uh, including the Kinpachi Sensei series and uh, various TV specials. Um, I don't recall seeing her in anything that I'm familiar with, but uh, mm. I thought she did a pretty, uh, pretty okay job in this movie. Um, who I would call the shining star of this movie, Kyoko Fukada, uh, plays Doronjo. Uh, now we might, we we may, uh, it uh, it's, it should be known that uh, she has a film career spanning twenty years after her debut in Ring Two, but she is a Toho Yaro alumni because she was Momoko in Kamikaze Girls.
2: Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there are a total of three people from Kamikaze Girls in this movie. It's it's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: uh, I'm actually curious to who, who the third is, but we're, we'll get we'll, uh, We will get to that because uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So she's she's in it. Uh, she has a you know pretty pretty decent career as well. Um, uh, on top of that, and uh, fun fact, she's Anne Hathaway's Japanese dub voice. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of, uh, Toho Yaro alumni, uh, here is Katsuhisa Namasa as boyaki. Um, so he is usually, uh, in movies, uh, often in positions of authority, like, uh, playing a manager or a police officer, but like like a kooky uh, demeanor. And he was the pachinko parlor manager in Kamikaze Girls. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. Um, I, am actually curious, Scott, do you know who the third (laughs)
2: Yeah. So uh, The third one is Sadao Abe, who plays the uh, the dad, the archaeologist in this movie, um, who was the uh, the unicorn gangster boyfriend with the big hair. Oh, um, kamikaze man. Girls. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I skipped over that. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, super good. Yeah, he's not in this movie too much, but um, that's definitely worth noting. Um, so, uh, Tonzura was played by, uh, Kendo Kobayashi. I couldn't find a whole lot of info on him.
2: He seems to be uh, like a, mostly a comedian with some acting on the side from what I could find.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he plays his, his part relatively well. Uh, Anuri Okam uh, Okamoto as uh, Shoko Kaeda. Um, I would say that out of all of the other, like she's a fashion model and an actress, um, but she doesn't have like a a huge amount of credits. I would say that um, she's probably stunt casting too. I don't. Hmm. I also don't think she does a whole lot in this movie either.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, weird to judge the stunt casting in this between her and show because they have so little to actually do aside from kind of emoting at the camera a little bit and like yeah, occasionally yeah. hamming it up. So it's they it it's not like their performances are bad. It's just they don't have enough to actually tell how good they are at acting.
0: Yeah, it's um it it's also a testament to Mika's directing style because I would say that like. They're not bad. They're just very, they're being directed by Mike, So they're going to have weird, like, I don't know, like a weird, weird way of, of, uh, of, <laughs> of projecting themselves on screen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, 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 last three are going to be voice actors, um, which is, which is very interesting. I don't think we've, I don't think we've done this to a large extent on, on our show yet. Um, I'm going to start off, of course, with, um, everybody should know this guy, uh, Koichi Yamadera, uh, who is the voice of Yatawan, Yata King, uh Odate Buta, the little little pig uh robot, uh the narrator and he actually shows up in the flesh as a theme park employee. Um oh. Yeah, Koichi Amadera, uh this guy has um I would say probably the most credits out of anybody on this cast. Um and that's even uh when you think, when you, when you're thinking about the other two voice actors, although, um, yeah. Uh, so he is Spike from Cowboy Bebop, Kaji from Eva, Ryoga and Ranma, Togusa from, uh, uh Ghost in the Shell. He's Beerus and, um, in Dragon Ball Super. Um, he is, uh, the oh, official okay. Japanese Donald Duck. So you'll hear him in Kingdom Hearts. Um, he is a crap ton of Pokemon, including Mew, which is really, uh, he's got, he's got a hell of a range. um, he is in a whole crap ton of, uh, dubbed like nineties Disney movies. He's basically in every single one of the Disney Renaissance movies. Um, he's also, he's also been dub voices for Jim Carrey, Eddie Murphy and Will Smith. Like he's, he's got a, a tremendous, uh, resume and, uh, it's really easy. Like he's a very, he's a very recognizable guy. He's got like a mushroom haircut and, uh, and always wears, a. Uh, some glasses to match he's got a i think he has a very <laughs> iconic uh look to him uh so it and uh he also does the voice i believe of yatawan in y- Yatrawan in um in the 2008 anime as well so he's reprising his roles as narrator and um and uh, yatawan and speaking of reprising roles, uh, Chiaki Takahashi as uh, Omochema, a.k.a. Toy Body. Uh, she is a voice actress um, who also voices Omochema in the uh, Yenerman 2008 series. Um, and the last voice actor on this list is Junpei Takaguchi, Takiguchi as Dokurobe. Um, so uh, I think this movie is, uh, like, this is... I'm going to say this a lot, but this movie is, like, super... Like a lot of a lot of love was definitely put into this movie, considering uh, Junpei Takaguchi is Dokurobe's uh, Seiyu from the '77 and 2008 series.
1: Okay, uh, he's a yeah. I figured he, he kind of a- sounded like he would fit right in, <laughs> in with like a '70s anime or something. Yeah, yes, he was great. It,
0: if if you if you have watched uh, anime in Japanese uh, over the course of you know from. You know, from when you were a kid to probably the early 2000s, you've probably heard his voice. Um, His career spans throughout the last 60 years uh, and did a lot of, he did a lot of uh, Tatsunoko shows. Um, If you've watched Dragon Ball, he is a fortune teller Baba and also uh, the Namekian dragon Poronga. And um, uh, Joey, he was in New Moomin uh, as Moron. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fun. That was a little tidbit I picked out just for you. Uh, let's see. I want to talk about the music really quick.
2: Uh, the um, music for is done by. Uh, uh, oh, there's yes, a, please. Uh, for the original voice actors, there's a scene later on uh, in the film oh, yeah. where I. Uh, assume from context i couldn't find it didn't see anything specific about this uh but assume from context that it's the voice actors from the original drombo gang that show up in the movie
0: yes uh that i have that under fun facts so we'll just go right into fun facts actually yeah so uh in that in that particular scene uh is uh noriko uh, ohara uh who was uh doronjo uh Kazuya Tatekabe, who is Tonzura, and Hiroshi Sasagawa, who is the creator of Time Bokan and the director of oh, uh, wow. the Yadaman anime series. Um, they appear at the Sushi Ground. Unfortunately, uh, Joji Yanami, uh, who played Boyaki, isn't there, even though he was alive and currently voice and, and voice acting at the time. Ah, huh, weird. Uh, y- yes. The three original voice actors do reprise their roles as the Jerombo gang in the 2008 series as well, which I think is cool. Oh,
1: that's um, interesting. Yeah, this yeah, thing is like know that- jam-packed with cameos and stuff. Like there's a lot of like little parts. I I know like there is there's this comedian that I know from like some more recent stuff that is just like one of the businessmen whose like schedule disappears. Mm-hmm. And there were like a lot of these kind of like um bits and pieces, like these bit parts that you could tell were like somebody that they were throwing like a line to that was probably like a comedian or something.
0: Yeah. I, part of me wonders if like the people who were uh, involved in the movie, like who played these bit parts were just fans of the, uh, the original series as well. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, uh, yeah. So apparently no- Noriko Ohara who plays Donjuro, um, in the, uh, in the anime <laughs> won a lifetime achievement award for her work, which is really cool. Um, And uh, in case you don't know who Joji Anami is, um, unfortunately, he has since passed away, but he uh, was the voice of Kayo, Kayo Kayo-sama, a.k.a. King Kai in Dragon Ball. And um, and he was the narrator for Dragon Ball as well for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I know. That was a that was a sad uh, loss for sure. Yeah. And he also had a a propensity to show up in every One Piece movie up until he uh, passed away as well. (laughs) Which I thought was cool. I,
1: I um, should say before we move on that Koichi Yamadera is also the voice of Tauruson in the animated Tauruson movie. I feel like what? I need to uh, mention that. <laughs> really? Just as my uh, yeah, gotta uphold my awesome. end of the deal. <laughs> mention Tauruson <Torisan> whenever <laughs> possible. <laughs> that's great. I didn't know
0: that. That's 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 wild. Yeah, he's he's everywhere, man. That guy. Yeah, totally. Uh, another fun fact: On its release weekend, it topped the Japanese box office with um, with four million six hundred twenty-six thousand seven hundred twenty-nine dollars, which is pretty pretty modest. It went on to be a commercial success in Japan and earned uh, th- uh, ab- about three point fourteen billion yen uh, altogether, which is uh, approximately thirty million dollars. Um, but it received mixed reviews from critics. Mm. Uh, so the music, uh, will cover that really quick. Ikiro Fujiwara um did uh the uh, I guess the arrangements in this movie and uh his credits span a lot of uh, a lot of anime but mostly the Tenchi series. He's he uh he did all the theme song arrangements for for the Tenchi series. Hmm. Uh and uh Masaki Jinbo is also credited um and he is the uh the originator of the uh, original uh the original Yadaman music. And, uh, it should be, I, I should mention that all the music in this movie, all of it is accurate to the show, which is, which is, uh, a plus. Cool. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, brief, little brief synopsis before we, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we go full, you know, full, full ham, I guess. Uh, the, uh, the movie itself is essentially three episodes of Yatterman sort of, uh, woven together, <laughs> um, with, uh, you know, so there's, uh, the you know there's a there's some there's a it opens with a fight between uh, you know Yatterman and and the Durumbo Gang, uh, which leads to them of course getting beaten you know like they do uh, like they do every Saturday morning, and uh, you know we're we're given we're basically given background by the narrator in case you've never seen Yatterman before, which is great, um, but apparently th- th- this also happens in the series where the where the narrator goes by the way. Um, this is why this is important. And okay, you know, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The narrator will explain, you know, what the Dokoro Stone is and mm-hmm. yeah. So so Dokoro Bey the God of Thieves, um, is the boss of the Dorombo gang and tells them that they have to get, you know, all the scattered pieces of the Dokoro Stone. So that uh you know, he uh they can uh get their wishes to come true which um all of their respective wishes in the movie are uh are accurate to their characters um so, so, I guess uh, for those who have never seen it before, uh, the Duron the Durombo Gang consists, of course, of Duronjo. Um, the uh, she is the she's the leader of the Durombo Gang and her two flunkies, uh, Tonzra, who is basically the muscle, and Boyaki, who is uh, much more gant, but he is also uh, like a mechanical genius and also a lech. Uh, and the uh, uh, as far as we know in the movie you know, Yatterman and uh, the Yatterman crew and the Dorombo gang are, you know, constantly waging war against each other. Uh, and there is a, uh, a love subplot as well. That's thrown in there, which is, uh, you know, sort of, it's hinted at a little bit in the anime series where, uh, Doronjo is, um, in love with Gone, but, yeah. um, it gets, it gets taken to a, like a, uh, B plot level, um, uh, device in, in this particular movie. um, so uh, the gang gets involved, of course, with this do, uh, Stone, uh, with these Dokoro Stone shenanigans because uh, the, the daughter of a famous archaeologist um, who's trying to find her father uh, named uh, uh, Shoko Kaida, who has a piece of the Dokoro Stone, um, enlists their help. And they basically go off on three separate adventures to find the uh, the pieces of the stone. Eventually, they uh, all of the pieces come together, and they wage battle against Okarobe himself. And uh, and then uh, they all live happily ever after. Basically,
1: <laughs> yeah. Essentially,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the you know brief general synopsis of the movie. Um, yeah, it's basically like when I say it's three episodes woven into each other. I mean, it it does follow those beats. You know, they they fight. You know, Durumbo blows up, and uh, they get punished by Dokurobe. Um, although uh, although they only have they only have two get rich quick schemes in this. So, but then again, they also only have two mechas. So I guess it's two and a half episodes woven into one. <laughs> Either way. All right, uh, gang. What'd you think about? What did you think about uh, Yataman? Um, uh, it's, uh, you go no, ahead,
1: Scott. <laughs> <So> <laughs> one of us should. Here, I'll. I'll uh, so it was a thing that I thought was interesting about this movie is that it like the production design was like through the roof. Like, oh yeah, it was really really interesting to look at, and it what it reminded me of. There are two movies that uh, came to mind while, while I was watching this. Uh, One was Speed Racer, um, the Wachowskis uh, movie, which I love. And then the other is the uh, Joel Schumacher era Batman movies, (laughs) which I say I'm not as like heart. Like I don't hate on them as much as I used to, you know, Um, but they're, you know, they're not they're no gems. (laughs) Uh, But but. Uh, I, I really think it kind of had that look of these kind of like practical sets that would be shooting steam and with like lots of different lights and stuff, and everybody wearing these kind of like uh, crunchy leather plasticky outfits and stuff. Um, and it was an interesting effect, and it was like really um, pretty, like amazing to look at. Like uh, for what it was, I was I was constantly impressed with like how much work went into. Um, Uh, what was on screen Um, as for the like story and stuff like I I couldn't help but feel that if I had more of an attachment to Yatterman as a franchise I'd be getting more out of it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I was just kind of like it's it's one of these movies where you get to see your favorites all do their thing and for me going in cold it was just kind of a little like I, I can tell what this is but it's not doing it for me you know So, I, you know, it was fun. I I wouldn't say that I disliked it, but I wasn't, like, I didn't stop it and then say, like, oh, man, that was great. Although I did have some big laughs, like, um, (laughs) uh, I don't know, just uh, when you're talking about them living happily ever after, it made me think of how at the very end they, like, knock that family off the cliff (laughs) and stuff. So there was a lot of, like, very funny, like, goofy jokes that, like, uh, for real got me, for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, what, what did you think, Scott? Uh, I I enjoyed it a
2: lot. Uh, the only thing that I did not appreciate was the weird uh, sex doll bride robot. And all all that scene. Mm-hmm. Was, oh my god! I was wondering, like, <laughs> God, I was trying to figure out who this movie is for, because like, it's yes. it's that was a question mostly I had a as well. kids movie. But I'm like, is is it for ch- like contemporary children? Is it for people who are fans of the original series? And this is a very loving tribute to the original series, uh, in, in a way that like is very true to it, but also pokes fun at a lot of the dumb things, like when they ride Yadirwan... Uh, uh, from Japan oh, to Egypt, and they're just that. like in their hero pose on the side, and the girl on the back is just like screaming uh, <laughs> with terror as she tries to hold and on, getting splashed
1: with water and, uh, and seawater water yeah, and yeah, stuff.
2: But all that—it's—it's it's got that tongue and cheek stuff to it. Yeah, I, I yeah, them getting knocked off at the end. The—the uh, uh, the thing where it, like does a kind of zoom out of it moving across the globe. That's a, an homage to the opening. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, so I was like, I was like, okay, I kind of get this. This is, this is for both audiences. And then the like sex doll bride robot came out and I was just like, <laughs> what are, this is, this is self-indulgent Mike bullshit going on in a place yeah, that does not need it. Was it was strange because
1: it like, it felt like a kid's movie, but that felt like t- maybe too adult, but then it never went. It never got adult enough to feel like an adult movie, you know? <laughs> like, it was yeah, weird. Yeah, no,
2: absolutely not. Yeah, and and like yeah. the, just the, like, boob machine guns on, oh on the thing. Oh I my god. I was like, well, Japan has, like, kind of slightly different attitudes towards lewdness, and I can see this yeah. passing, but then it's like, she starts moaning and being like, oh, I'm coming, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, yeah,
0: the it's like uh, they, it, it's like Mike basically, uh, toned down the, the, the nudity that you would normally find in a, uh, standard episode of, y- uh, of Yatterman, and applied it to the, the Mecca with its <laughs> like super, like, like the nipple, the nipple, uh, the nipple missiles looked, they just like, they're, yeah. they looked, they looked like boobs, like, uh, yeah <laughs> like they even colored like then boobs. And the
1: boob, like, open up and then there's other boobs inside them which um, that was kind of incredible. But yeah,
2: aside from Mikkei doing that uh, I I really enjoyed this movie I loved uh, like Joey said, all the set design and stuff uh, like I hate those Schumacher Batman movies, but the, the sets and they have a very specific look and style that I appreciate when people go to that length mm-hmm. and uh, it's great in this movie um, and just like the, the performances and characters, like there's a lot to like, and I, I don't have deep affection for Yadaman, but I have enough, like I'm conversant enough with it where I could appreciate the, the winks and homages and recognize the music and stuff. So.
0: Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm with both of you on this. Like the, uh, I, it makes me wish that I was like a super fan, which is hard to be a super fan of that show when, you know, where you're 35 and an American. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh it it definitely feels like there was a lot of love put into it and as far as like anime adaptations go it's definitely one of the best that i've seen live action wise like Mm -hmm. when i was thinking about the more recent live action anime that i've seen i'm thinking about the the full Alchemist movie which i thought was garbage um it was basically like you know good cosplay but like where's the rest of the movie um (laughs) yeah i love i love all the sets the uh the humor was really good. Uh, the yeah, the the weird the weird sex robot was definitely weird, um, but counter mild counterpoint, I guess, <laughs> is that uh, the it was like the 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 robot was you know. Directly related to their get rich quick scheme, which is how it always goes. Mm-hmm. Um, we we didn't see what their first get rich quick scheme was at the beginning of the movie when they're when they're fighting the uh, the kitchen mm-hmm. the kitchen robot, which I believe is the first robot that they fight in the uh, the seventy seven series. Um, there is a yeah, uh, the, there's a lot of homages to to the series uh, as far as I could tell. Uh, you mentioned the opening, uh, the tongue in cheek stuff with the. Yeah, the, yata, the Yatawan, being able to travel all across the world in a matter of, like, you know, however long it takes them in the show. But that was super funny. Omochama, um, uh, every, every every catchphrase is in there. Uh, yeah, whenever Omochama talks, you know, ends a with dakaron, uh, which I think, uh, I don't remember what they use in the subtitles for this. Like, I think they just said body... After, mm-hmm. after the, after the, after yeah, uh, like everything. yeah. Um, everybody's character is pretty much, uh, well, at least the Duron the Durumbo gang are, are, pretty, they're pretty faithful to their, to their, uh, anime counterparts with, uh, I think Tonsura gets a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an upgrade cause he's usually just the muscle and doesn't really have too much of a personality outside of that. But, um, uh, the Durumbo gang is actually quite competent in this movie compared to their, uh, anime counterparts. Hmm. Um, they're way more bumbling in the show. They like the yutter one, like takes some damage and gets destroyed in this movie. That basically never happens. Uh, uh, let's see. The horny antics are very similar. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, uh, whoops, I grabbed your boobs or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh,
1: yeah, you know, you know that uh, scene uh, at the beginning, uh, where he like flies towards her. <laughs> I was like, God. I was rolling my eyes and I was like, okay, here we go. He's going to grab her boobs. But then when it zoomed out and they are making this kind of like square formation with him sitting on the other guy's shoulders, like that got a laugh out of me because it was yeah. so dumb. Yeah, looking. I think that
2: was the kind of level of, uh, of, of lewdness, I guess I was expecting from the movie, which is mm-hmm. like period appropriate. Yeah.
0: No, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, it's very, yeah, it, that stuff didn't like, you know, surprise me too, too much. Um, Let's see, the, uh, gosh, uh, there, the, the scene where every, all the scenes where everything is disappearing kind of reminded me of Katamari Damacy. Oh, uh, interesting. In a weird yeah. Way. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Like, uh, where Mount Fuji disappears and all the snow just falls to the ground. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. I love the uh, when the narrator says uh, uh, the thing that should never disappear, and and the uh, the p uh, katakana character goes away. So instead, so it turns giant peacock into giant oh, cock. Yeah, I forgot about
1: that. And
0: and and the schoolgirl can't read it aloud because it's too embarrassing. I don't know. I I thought that was super funny. That was good. Um, like the humor in this movie is very uh, like it's very. I think it's like for the most part, yeah, very appropriate. Um, they uh. Yeah, the fights are really fun. Like I think those are the uh, like when when you can tell that this is a cartoon come to life. That's when that's when the uh, that's when the movie is really shining. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they sing the uh, when the Durumbo gang sings their song, that is exactly exactly how it like how it happens. <laughs> just that in the show, It's great. just out of out of nowhere, and it's like a routine. Yeah, I like that. Like, sequence. yeah super good. Um, I think that most anime movies should sort of strive to hit that cool. Like they should strive to hit that balance between cheesy and faithful to the source material. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, I haven't seen the, uh, the speed racer movie, but I, I, people who love it really love it, so I gotta give it watch a shot it. at some point.
1: Alex, Kazanis, you have not seen the Speed Racer movie.
0: <laughs>
2: I know, I know. Uh, it, right. I heard it's so fun. Regardless of like anything else in the movie, it is just incredible and like insane to look at because it's the the, the colors and visuals are just so crazy and they don't follow any rules whatsoever about scene transitions or how you're supposed to film things and it's in the best way. And then the performances are great on top of that. So there is a specific
1: scene in this where, um, what's the, the, the big bad guy with the, with the pig nose, um, Uh, yeah, Tonsura. like his head is a wipe, like a scene wipe. Um, (laughs) and that (laughs) felt very speed racer to me. Like they do that all the time in the, in the American speed racer movie. Um, Oh, that's great. Yeah, so I, I thought that was well, cool. Um, that well, I bet that's a Tatsunoko device. You know, it's something that they mm-hmm. do in the series
0: that they that they've got like you know it, yeah like little little flourishes like that like really made this movie something special. Yeah, I, I will say that this movie drags whenever they get too much into plot like the the love uh, the love triangle thing. Yeah, I that was that kind of <laughs> like I don't know wore I'd the movie I'd down ch- a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'd say in general, this movie is too long. Like, yeah, it's very um, long. And that last act in particular is pretty clunky um, in the way it kind of keeps like building and shrinking and building. And I, I don't know. I was feeling the length at that point. Yeah, I like the like
2: earlier it, action scenes um, because I think they're like they're they're so short. Uh, but they're just kind of going through the motions of the Saturday morning cartoon where like some people do a move, then you, they do their, like their, the heroes do their special move and win, and that's the scene. And then the big robot comes out, they do their stuff. Uh, but by the time the, they were in the like weird skull time palace at the end. Uh, and like, I do, I do like the bit with the, with the Hamachi growing up, but like (laughs) <laughs> most most of the fight between uh, Yatter King and the and the squid, I was just like, I'm bored. I really want them to like yeah. move on with it. And then the this stuff with uh with the uh, with the dad fighting for mm-hmm. control of the body went on for a little too long. But mm-hmm. um, I did yeah. when I when I went to see how long this movie was, uh, I did uh, a remark to Amy that like we talked about on the podcast every japanese movie is like two hours long including this one that is an adaptation of the silly children's anime yeah
1: it did not need to be this long
2: (laughs) no Um,
1: Um, but yeah yeah. any time
2: that actual plot stuff was happening i was just like when the when are we going to get back to the drumbo gang
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah they're they are the fireworks factory um i should also mention that i didn't know this um but after uh you you, you know dokoro is is vanquished or whatever and you see his like true form which is that like that muppety looking head with the big mustache oh it looks yeah like
2: muppet heihachi
0: Yes, it does look like Muppen Hayachi. That is exactly what he looks like in the cartoon. and I looked it up. Oh, uh, so good. Like that's that is what Dokurobe looks like. He's just like he's this uh this uh you know Shogun Orochi looking guy. Um mm-hmm. and I didn't know that uh I, yeah, I wasn't sure if they uh they had revealed his true form or whatever in the show. That's
1: um, funny. When when I, he's the I dad mention- uh like the bald dad with the Intense uh, eye shadow or whatever, he looked like Uncle oh, yeah. Fester from the Adams Family <laughs> movies to me.
0: Yeah, he did. Um. um, when he takes a when he like um, there's that scene where he I guess opens his mouth or his like head opens up and then you see like the real dad's head. Oh my god! <laughs> like to me, that is the most Takashi Miike thing in this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is. I appreciated it, that, that. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, was great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's such a weird, such a weird thing. And I'm like, yes, of course you would do this. I was that's... having like
2: Funky Forest flashbacks. It was that weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, sure. That's like, that's, that's the kind of like thing that Mickey does in is more weird, weird movies. Just he'll, he'll push the envelope in a weird body horror ki- kind of way. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to show you guys Gozu. Like that's my favorite <laughs> one. Um, I don't know how <laughs> if you guys are going to like it or not, but uh, I love it. Um, Yeah. So. Uh so uh before we we move on to our next segment uh I do want to mention that this movie has a stinger at the end of the credits if you're brave enough to continue watching the movie after it is done um <laughs> there is a next episode preview which I think is fucking amazing mm-hmm. that I like what a cool thing to put in right like for for uh, an, uh, an anime live ad- action adaptation like uh, like the the constant references they make throughout the movie to we have to do this every week like i don't know th- the fact that it knows that it's a saturday morning cartoon to the point where uh they make references to the fact
2: that they fight every week and yeah, that it's formulaic. At, at 630 or whatever they the site, cite a yes. specific time
0: it's yeah so good. that was great yeah then the fact that then the fact that they throw on that like next time on 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 yatterman like ah uh. I don't know. That to me was like the cherry on top.
2: And then the, so. in that scene, they have the like Yadder Pelican, which is, <laughs> is, I don't know when that shows up in the show, but I know it's a thing. And the mysterious white Duran Joe yeah. is, is like just more <laughs> fan service that they're, they're sprinkling on at the end there.
0: Yeah. It's like, here's stuff that we couldn't fit in the actual movie that we wanted to put in. But yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's, there's a Yadder Pelican. There's the, uh, Yadder, uh, Dozer, which is like a drill thing, a Yadder bull, like there's, there's many different types of, uh, of, of yatter robots, uh, throughout the series. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's see. So let's talk about, uh, favorite parts of the movie, uh, whoever wants to go first.
1: I, my, my favorite part is probably that part where they're traveling, um, across <laughs> the globe and, <laughs> At first, like the joke is like, oh, man, they're doing their silly pose and they don't notice that the girl is like hanging off the back and it's very hard for her to hang on. But then it just keeps going and they're going through all different terrains. And 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 it's like, wow, do they do this every single time they have to get anywhere? I like it. At I was one point, they start falling that
2: asleep there. and it almost feels like <laughs> and then they yell to wake themselves up. I thought it was about to turn into like a Tim and Eric sketch is <laughs> <Yeah>. very bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you have anything else to Scott. say about that no know? not no, yeah no
1: in general I just love to like looking at this movie and looking at all the sets and stuff mm-hmm. uh, that that was my uh, favorite favorite part but
2: yeah go ahead um, Scott my favorite part is the the Drombo musical number uh, actually mm-hmm. starting with the like uh, wedding dress scam where yeah. uh Tonsuru and boyaki are like salesmen in front of this big group and just the way they're they're talking to them um and then the reveal of uh duran joe and the wedding dress and she looked great i loved her her casual glasses that still had the oh, accent man. on them
1: yeah i loved in the fantasy sequence her like transparent uh yeah. glasses that she had that still had the horns on them they were so cool looking. yeah yeah um,
2: we can talk more about. I'd like, I, I love the whole musical sequence, uh, but I think what I really want to highlight about um, uh, is is the uh, the costume design. Uh, Drago oh, looks incredible, but so do do Tansura and Boyaki, who have fake noses strapped to their faces, <laughs> and and actually at one point, like Boyaki's fake nose, like extends off his face like you tell you see just it's blatantly a fake nose but nothing's ever called attention to it uh it's just like it's just there and that's who he is and i i love that like they don't try to hide it or do it with makeup they're just like yeah this is fake we you you know we know who cares Um, yeah
0: yeah the, and, and their and their uh, their belts that have the belly button on them. Yep. Which, I, yeah, like, the original designs for Tonsor and Boyaki are basically it's basically one to one with how they are in the movie, except they have their stomachs, their bellies hanging out with their Audi belly buttons, like mm-hmm. with the, yeah, and uh, and and yeah, the, to to show like to have that like in their incorporate into their costume design, like that's that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, it's it's so good, and even even the the. Yoterman duo look great. Like, I like the way that they did the masks. The hats look great. The transformation sequence where his uh, clothes like flip inside out is accurate to the to the show in a fun way. And just like, yeah, it's the way they accomplish this. Uh, without making, and, and I think part of this is that like being an older, sillier kid series gives them a lot of leeway to have people take it less seriously. Um, uh-huh. But they did it such justice in like looking like a real thing that it's it's kind of mind blowing. What was your favorite yeah. part?
0: Uh, so I had, um, I wrote down three things, uh, but the Dorambo uh, song. Uh, was was at the top of my list. I loved it. It's mm-hmm. it's so, it's exactly like it is, like it's supposed to be. It's it's and it's fun. Uh, it does a great job introducing these characters. Um, I think my favorite part was the scene of all the stuff disappearing. Uh, <laughs> like it was just a really funny, just a really funny sequence. Um, the the uh, the amusement park ride like half disappearing <laughs> and then it, like shooting off, and it. <laughs> I laughed really really hard when it hit Mount Fuji <laughs> yeah and then Mount Fuji disappeared like I thought that was super like uh, yeah I mentioned the giant peacock bit earlier very funny um, like and Tuesday specifically on the planner disappearing I thought was a really quirky choice my favorite part
2: bit was like one of the guys saying something like oh I had a meeting and they're like oh lucky because it's Tuesday's gone now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's,
0: <just laughs> it's so good yeah Um, but I also, I also added that the fights are really great too. Like they're, they're fun. Like it's a fun movie to watch as Joey says, it's just fun to look at. Um, but I do think like my favorite element, like going back to the Durumbo uh, song and even, and even like the, uh, the Yatterman opening, which is featured very prominently in this movie, uh, all the stuff that makes it like kind of one-to-one with the, with the anime, but but like make it make sense that's like that, that was like my favorite part of the movie um, all the catchphrases are there um, I, I think I sent I, th- I sent you guys uh, a, um, I was watching the fan subbed version of, uh, of the 2008 anime and they don't translate uh, Uyaki and Tanzura's uh, which I think oh, in yeah. this movie they, they, they translate to like oh my I I <laughs> which you know just a really cute way of uh, it's you know yeah, Jeronjo Jir- Jir- always says you know make make short work of them, and then they go. Oh, I heard I and that's their. They do it every time, and they do it like four or five times in this movie. It's 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 great. And uh, she calls them scattered. Uh, gosh, I I don't know what it is in Japanese, but I think the uh, the translation of it like is scattered brain income poop. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, which is what like that's that's the thing that she calls
2: them. Like it's yeah, she uses a lot yeah. of like uh, compounded.
1: Insults. Um, yes. Yeah. And they they that translate like them such Parker as well, or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Scott Parker. Yeah. Ska. Yeah. Very. Uh, yeah. I. So. Yeah. It's. It's the. The. Um. The love behind this movie. I get the love that they that has been put in this movie. I think is what I like the, the, the most. Um. This is going to be a short segment. Shall we dance? <laughs>
1: um yeah i don't i don't see this ever being adapted into an american movie i mean <laughs> there's just like zero nostalgia and it. it doesn't quite have enough weight to like uh to 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 carry itself on its own without that nostalgia
2: <laughs> you know? um, yeah i honestly it, think it that
1: completely...
2: the uh the closest american thing to this is that speed racer movie Um, Because Mm. it's got a a similar kind of like love to the to the source material and uh, treats it like at the same time, both seriously and in a silly way. And uh, American audiences just hated that movie. So I don't think if if they did like I don't think an American version of this could exist without it just being like a huge bomb.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that it would would depend on Yatterman being a, like, as a whole, like, as the, like, a series being a commercial success in the U.S. Just because, like, I don't know, look at Detective Pikachu. But, Mm -hmm. like, the day that Yatterman becomes popular in the U.S. is the day that the Doron gang finds the entire (laughs) Dokoro Stone.
1: (laughs) That's what they wish for,
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so, uh, before we get into the, um, the Takashi, the, the, uh, the coveted Takashi Shimura award, I, I would like to talk a little bit about the acting in this movie. Cause I would say that like, um, I wanted to talk about her a little earlier, but Saki Fukuda as, as I, uh, I Kaminari, uh, uh guns, uh, Man number two. Um, I think. Like, out of the three leads, or not the three leads, but the three, like, good guy leads, and this is including, you know, Sho and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and Um, I think she, she, like, does the best acting, I guess, mm-hmm. between the three of them. I think she has she's the given, most, I guess, like,
1: a dramatic turn, or not turn, but, yeah. like, she has the most sort of drama to deal with.
0: Yeah. Is because show Sh- like yeah, Gon in this movie is very like very aloof about everything, and I feel like that's sort of like you know, I- I'm not going to say it's not hard to play aloof, but uh, Gon is sort of one note in this movie, and uh, mm-hmm. and and Shoko doesn't she doesn't really do a whole lot in this movie either. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I, uh, she has this, that really nice moment at the end with, uh, Donjuro saying that, you know, it's, it's, you know, good to have a rival. Uh, I, I, uh, that, that was a bit that I really liked and, um, added a little bit to her character aside from the, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous, you know, that, mm-hmm. that he didn't kiss me kind of thing. Um, uh, And I thought that
2: Duranjo gets saved in that scene. I like that she's like got a smile on her face at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought that. um, I I thought that the acting overall was was pretty good in this movie, um, despite it being you know such a like the movie that it is. (laughs) Um, And with and with that and with that, we'll go to the uh, Takashi Shimura Award. Um, Who were your picks?
2: Um, I don't know. Go ahead, Scott. For, for standout I, performance, the, the the biggest standout to me is Katsuhisa Namase is Boyaki. Uh, I think, in in part because he's got the most to do, but also just like, I I don't know. He's just got such magnetism to his like goofy emoting and his uh, <laughs> quick changes between like love and despair and everything. And I don't know. It's just every like he stole the scene every time he's there, which like I I guess is pretty true to the uh, to the original anime as well. But I don't know. It's just I I love watching him on screen.
1: Yeah, I I'd, I'd uh, agree. I think I think that Kyoko Fukuda also stood out as Taronjo, but like I think that may also just be because like. Mickey loves her obviously, and mm. like kind of centered the movie around her uh, in a lot of ways. Um, so she just that character stood out a lot, and it was always very fun to watch. Um, but um, as for as somebody who kind of like steals the scene, Boyaki definitely uh, always demanded your attention.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I love Yoko got a lot as Ranjo, and think she does a good job. She there's just like. I guess less for her to do to kind of like stretch that roll out versus Boyaki. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um I was thinking about this earlier and I would say that like I would say Kyoko Fukuda, but um just because she's is, she's is essentially the main character of the movie. I don't care. Like she's Yeah, yeah. She is she is yeah, the movie is about Joron Joe. Um and I thought that she does an excellent job and the movie does really center around her. So, yeah, she's definitely, uh, you know, up there. But, yeah, I'm I'm third there with uh, Katsuhisa Namasa as Boyaki because he's, like, well, everything you say, he's a living cartoon character in this movie and does such a great job with, with you know, the character that he's playing. Um, like, I even think about the little stuff in this movie, like when, like, he's got the statue falling on him and then they uh they pull him out and his pants <laughs> are there. Like that's that's that is such a gag that is like it's it basically might as well be ripped from the uh the anime series, but they spend like a good like couple minutes on it mm-hmm. and then Odate Buta is covering up his junk uh as he's like running <laughs> and it's yeah. it's such a it's such a goofy little little bit, but he really sells the shit out of it. Um and I, and his, like, somber looks, you know, his, like, because he's going, like, in the movie, that character is going through something as well. He's going through this, like, you know, I, you know, I'm in love with Doronjo, but, you know, how dare, how dare he, you know, disrespect her and, like, he's got such a wide range of emotions. And it's, it's, a yeah. uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch, watch him do his thing. All right. Um, so, uh. This is a new segment that I think we might have done once, um, but it's a, it's a mailbag segment. I haven't thought of a fun, uh, you know, uh, uh, Japanese film-related thing <laughs> to call it quite yet.
1: Um, yeah, but in I'm the sure, past, uh, we've kind of like, if somebody h- had something to say about the movie, we'd sort of incorporate it into our discussion and shout them out and stuff, but I think... Uh, we're we're trying this out where we specifically called out on Twitter and asked for people to send emails to, um, and uh, just to get some responses. And this segment can also be if anybody has any sort of sort of general Japanese film, you know, questions or questions they think that would be fun to us to talk about on the show, they could send those into uh, in the future. But um, yeah, I guess I'd say just like keep an eye out on Twitter for when we announce the movie and then you can tweet in response to that and if you're not on twitter you can email us at tohoyara at gmail.com uh uh with questions and comments and stuff and and we'll uh well maybe this will be a regular segment so <laughs> um yeah i hope so i like i like this kind of thing but we should uh who, yeah. what, what do we got on deck? Yeah. So we had a few, like we had a lot of people uh, excited that we were going to be doing this movie. And like I, I mentioned, uh, Paula, um, I think, uh, this is, I think her last name is Gados, um, is how you pronounce it. But, um, uh, who founded the Tokusatsu network was excited because she loves Arashi, um, as, as we discussed, um, this guy, uh, another Joey besides me, uh, Gigi Jofus on Twitter, uh, said that he loved the heck out of this movie, but didn't know that Mike directed it until, uh, we mentioned it, uh, and that this explains everything, <laughs> which I think is <laughs> funny. Um, you know, I, th- I think that as f- far as like Mikay isms, like the thing that you're talking about, about pulling that guy out of his own face and the and then the like sexy robot stuff those are the only things that really stood out to me as like very mikay-esque you know um
2: yeah yeah it's i i wonder how much because like i said the or we talked so much about how much affection is in this if he's got a lot of affection for Yatterman, and if so then it's, it's very clear it comes through the movie um, the other thing I was thinking through this is that I know Mike has done a lot of like kind of journeyman directing as well and <clears throat> how much of that like when he's doing a Mike film he, he lets it all hang out but he's I think he's also used to like reeling it in Uh, Yeah, totally. When when he's, when he's knows he's not supposed to be doing that. So.
1: Yeah. I think next year, um, Viz is finally putting out that his Jojo's Bizarre Adventure movie on Blu-ray. So I'd be curious to check that out. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, he's done a a bunch of, uh, anime movies. I think he did the, uh, the, um, Gyakutan Saiban,
1: AKA the Phoenix Wright, uh, live action adaptation. Yeah. I have not seen that. I haven't seen that um i know i think less about phoenix right than i know about Yatterman. to, to be honest yeah um pongzilla <laughs> uh, uh, i think a listener who's been with us for a while um just replied to the screenshot of uh boniaki saying that he looked like germa if germa 66 adopted Usopp, uh so that's a one piece uh shout out there, um, and then we've yeah, got a true. few questions from David Bednar, um, and let's so uh, run David. through these. Yeah, these these will be some good discussions, I think. He said um, that the Duronbo gang has a lot of pop culture derivatives. Who are your favorite comedy band of bumbling criminals? Um, do you guys have any uh, Duronbo esque criminals from popular media that that come to mind? The, the one
0: that comes to that jumps out to me the most honestly uh, and I'm not talking in terms of looks but in just how they how they operate is uh, team rocket oh yeah, um, yeah. Pokemon Doketodan. Uh, done uh, they um, they serve basically the same exact purpose as as the Doronbo gang in their respective animes they they are um, they have a boss who will punish them if they don't capture uh, a thing. Yeah. And they're all bumbling and always have some sort of mecha. Um, <laughs> at least in the later, uh, you know, as, as the series went on for Pokemon, uh, you know, there was a different, like, you know, Pokemon looking mecha um, that they would pilot. And then uh, when they um, were blown up, they would uh, get bl- blasted off in the stratosphere, which is very similar to uh, do Dombo. Totally. Um, yeah, I've- I
1: love this trope. But I, I it always makes me think of the Beagle Boys from uh,
0: <laughs> Ducktales
1: um, because I think that's probably my first exposure to that <clears throat> kind of trope. Uh, and so whenever uh, a group like this shows up, I'm like, oh, here are the Beagle Boys, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I also first thought of Team
2: Rocket because mm. they have that perfect uh, balance of. Uh, being really funny but also being so incompetent that you out feel some sympathy for them and like maybe they could get like <laughs> a little win every once in a while um <laughs> yeah but the uh the other thing that popped into my mind is weirdly like for some reason a lot of rainbow bright stuff is burned into my brain from childhood uh-huh. and uh murky and lurky from rainbow bright <laughs> uh nice. are, yeah, yeah. We're villains that i had a weird affection for as a child
1: uh, another yeah. one for the One Piece fans is the Foxy Gang. Uh, we could yeah. bring up.
0: Yeah, I think I mentioned it like at the end of the last episode. But the uh, the look of the Foxy Gang, um, if you just replace who the leader is, like Foxy is Fo- Foxy is Boyaki, uh, Hamburg is Tonzera and uh, Porsche is uh, Doronjo. Mm-hmm. Like they all, they all look very similar. It's uh, it's sort of like like One Piece is a time book on spinoff almost. <laughs> Um, yeah the um uh, the uh, the rat creatures from bone i also think oh, of Oh that's a
1: good one. Mm. Very good one. When
0: when 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 i think of like bumbling uh bumbling villains that you know have recurring recurring roles that i always love seeing it's yeah the the rat creatures from from uh from jeff smith's bone comic which if you've never read it what are you doing <laughs> Um
1: uh, nice so bednar also asked uh if we had a giant animal tank, what animal would it be? Oh, fuck. Um, I, I would uh, claim a capybara and it would be aquatic as well as uh, (laughs) it would have a chill aquatic (laughs) mode. (laughs) Um, You thought about this. (laughs) Hey, I got the questions ahead of time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My immediate reaction
2: would be a snake just because it's so versatile. Oh, nice. I think
0: they did that in uh, that on GA Joe. (laughs) <laughs> like,
2: oh, well, like I'm cobra. certain
0: yeah <laughs> cobra like built a giant snake or a sea monster or something like that and um yeah but I what, yes, what a crazy show ring. yeah uh in in that vein I would probably pick a crocodile because they're my favorite animal and because they're armored and they uh they can go in water and also on land
1: nice solid um, choice
0: yeah and um And did you know that mama crocodiles carry their young in their mouths? So I feel like, uh, it could spit out smaller crocodile Mecca. Um, (laughs) I'm also thinking about it as if it were like a mega man mid boss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, who's your favorite Tatsunoko hero? Okay. I don't know how much you guys know about Tatsunoko's full production. Uh, history. So,
0: um, <laughs> well, I uh, like I said, my main exposure came from the the Tatsunoko versus Capcom video game. So I was very, um, I like back when that game came out, I did a lot of like digging to find out more about these characters. And the character that I liked the most was um, Hurricane Polymar uh, mm. because he has the best theme song and he can transform into vehicles a la
2: Turbo Teen. <laughs> Um, nice. I've actually watched a little of Hurricane Polymar, and it's it pretty fun. Um, I Mine is uh, easily Cashon, Cashern, however you want to say it, um, uh-huh. because he's just Mega Man, and <laughs> I love Mega Man. <laughs> nice. um, but I, I also think he looks cool. Um, but I, I haven't watched a ton, but uh, there are a lot of Tatsunoko heroes that just look really awesome i'm not really a fan of any of the bird folks uh but ipatsu man is uh looks really cool and uh yeah. blade uh in in tatsunoko versus capcom made me want to look into that series because he looked pretty badass
1: yeah Tekkaman blade yeah. or techno man was uh an early <laughs> anime for me so that one holds dear in my heart um yeah, I, the 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 Tatsunoko show that I've probably seen the most of is Speed, R- Speed Racer. Um, I was kind of flipping through their Wikipedia, and I saw that they'd made a, uh, a Kochikame movie or something, but I don't think that that really counts. <laughs> but I, I'd say my favorite hero is probably Gatchaman, just because I love those designs. Um, but I haven't really actually seen much of it, so some, somewhere between Speed Racer and Gatchaman for me.
2: Mm. Could you name a is specific even- Gatchaman that
1: was your favorite? No. Is it Jun the I Swan? I just uh, think their designs are cool. I honestly have <laughs> never even seen the show. I just think that they look really great, but mm. um, I don't know. It's one of those things that I kind of suspect that the show is boring. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> they reminded me of a um, Voltron, like mm-hmm. the old school Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Like because they have like the there's the you know there's the girl and there's the two like the two macho guys and the big fat guy and the mm-hmm. little tiny scrawny guy like it's you know it's it's i feel like uh that 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 in of itself that like team that team uh that team configuration was probably a trope at some
1: point yeah for sure yeah. around that time yeah so i don't know maybe chim chim uh,
2: uh, speaking of tropes it has reminded me of something that i meant Chim-Chim. to uh mentioned earlier uh that i i can't remember the name of the robot um the the, the uh, cg toy body? Robot. yeah toy bot. i can't remember the yeah. japanese name uh oh Mochama. uh yeah um it, my uh, my other touchstone for older anime with this kind of, these kinds of character archetypes is charge man ken Oh yeah, and I just but, kept being like, "This this robot has very big Barakon energy, and I hate both of them."
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, just it's, have it's to funny. Check uh, out uh, Chargeman Ken. I think it's on Crunchyroll now. So yeah, uh, if you want to see an amazing piece of art, uh, <laughs> check out Chargeman Ken.
0: Uh, I think it's funny that like. You know, this isn't the first movie we've watched uh, in recent memory that has a uh, a slightly annoying robot sidekick.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm referring, of course, to uh, to,
1: to message, message from, from space. space. Yeah, I liked that yeah, one. Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, Baba <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do like Beba a lot, actually. So Ka- uh,
1: Takashi Shimura, winner, I Beba. Of
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. All right. Well, um, if any, do you guys have anything else to add before we, uh, we close off the episode?
2: Yeah. Uh, I had one more thing, just like the, the amount of love we talked about going into this, this, um, this movie, but like something else that struck me, particularly during when they're doing the, the Duran Gang song is just like, everybody looks like they're having so much fun through a lot of the movie. Like, Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. smiling in character, but it it just seems so genuine. Like they're enjoying what they're doing. And, yeah. and that really struck it, me.
0: That's that is that's generally a um, an indicator of how much I like a movie, too. Uh, there's this movie that came out called Paul with uh, Nick Frost and um, Simon Pegg mm. that it, it was like the first thing that they did together outside of an Edgar Wright movie. And it's not a particularly great movie, but I really liked it just because it looked like they were both having so much fun mm-hmm. uh, making it. So that that yeah, that speaks volumes. Um, okay, so uh, that does it for this episode. What
1: do we have going on next month? Um, that's me, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, next uh, Next episode, we'll be watching Goke Body Snatcher from Hell from 1968. It's a science fiction horror film. Uh, should be on the Criterion channel. Uh, it was um, yep. released through their Eclipse line, uh, so you could also track down the DVDs. Um, and it's a uh, trippy-looking movie. I have not seen it yet, but I've been wanting to see it for a while. And. Uh, so I, I figured, why not now? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So that that should be a fun one. Uh, so yeah, goke body snatcher from hell.
0: Yep. Check it out. Uh, and uh, so and another other, uh, uh, <laughs> other related news, I guess. Plugs. other related news. I am dude exclamation on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram my shitpost account is at Weeb Simpsons on Twitter <laughs> and you can also listen to me every week
2: on the One Piece podcast uh, Scott? Uh, you can find me at Riskachat on Twitter V-R-I-S-K-A-C-H-A-T um, I don't got anything going on in the immediate future but tweet at me
1: yeah and uh i'm at joey weiser on twitter and joey weiser comics on instagram um and you can find links there to my website and stuff to check out um oh oh, go ahead sorry i
2: just remembered i I do have something to plug that i watched a movie every day for october uh i watched a horror movie and uh i should probably go pin that so people can find it and Uh, look at some horror movie recommendations and uh, see which ones I liked and whatnot.
1: Yeah, that's a cool thread. Yeah, people should check that out for sure. Um, Yeah, and um, along those same lines, I recently did um, kind of an Inktober light where I did nine illustrations of uh, some Japanese films that I've been screening uh, in a local film series here in Athens. Um, And I am had some fun uh, drawing those and you can check them out like on my Instagram it's probably the easiest way to find those um, I don't have a whole lot going on as far as events uh, right now as we're uh, kind of winding down the year but um, please check out uh, my graphic novel Ghost Hog and Merman um, those would be excellent gifts for the holidays and um, and uh, as for Toho Yaro uh, we're on Twitter at Toho Yaro and we have a Facebook page that you can like as well um, yeah definitely uh, reach out to us at tohoyaro at gmail.com or on Twitter um, and uh, let us know if you have any questions for the show or comments or anything you'd like us to address on the show because uh, I think that was uh, a fun segment that we just did <laughs> I think it worked out pretty well um, yeah. And then uh, please subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast software of choice.
0: Great. Uh, so uh, that'll do it for this month's episode. Uh, please uh, tune in next time for, okay, Body Snatcher from Hell. Bye. Ten- Bye. Bye. Shall we do the victory pose? <laughs> Yata. Yata. Yata man.
2: Yata one. <laughs> Excellent. Demon